This is part two of a conversation that was released last week, where the teens had an opportunity to hear from guest speaker Dale Favors from Adapt and Lead. Mr. Favors talked to the teens about two topics, one of our leadership modules, Taking Charge of Your Life, and one of our financial modules, You, Your Job, and Your Career. Can I use my purpose and my passion and build my plan around how I can utilize my potential to influence and have and make an impact on others? And I try to do that, right? There's times where someone, and, and it's a good feeling to know that people want to call me to solve problems. So that's really the business I mean. That's the business I have. Effectively, that's what it ends up being. People call me, hey, I got, how do we do that? Let me think about it. Okay, let me make one phone call here. Let me make a call here. Let me do this. And then it kind of all happens. And then when you're working with other great people, like Miss Nancy and other people, when you when you are when you're able to do that, it makes it even better. Because now you're touching multiple people at the same time. And that's what makes it cool. But you have to be willing to understand, and each one of you actually have a purpose. You haven't figured out what it might be yet, but you do. Don't sleep on it. Yours, as I said, Mr. Thomas might be leadership. Whatever it is. Yours, you might be an athlete, man. Right? Might be. Ooh, matter of fact, uh, no, he's in our chapter. I was thinking about the other Xavier. Donaldson, y'all know him? He's killing it, right? He found his purpose early, too. But his dad was a track star. Right? And so X knew what he was going to be. Or he, if he was willing to put in the work, he was willing to put in that work. He went on to be, do his thing. We talked about Olivia. Olivia is now training to be on a, in the Olympics. She has to make the Olympic team. But she's training to be on Olympics. I think she's running today, her dad told me. I was with him last night. Right. But she did all the things she wanted to do. She went to Sarah. I mean, she went to Stanford. She studied something in the medical field. And she's deferring medical school right now in order to put in her work as a track professional. She's a professional runner. She gets paid to run. And hopefully she makes the Olympic team. That's what she wants to do. Have you guys ever done something at that level where you said, I, I got to go get it? And you put in the work and, and it worked out for you? Anybody? You want to raise your hand, man? What you want to say? Nothing? Never? Nothing? Okay. So that so you got a plan for that, don't you? And your purpose is to get wherever you're trying to get to. Whatever school you, you need, you know what you need to get. So you got to make it better. What about you? Yeah, why not you? You got some extra ears on your head, so I'm assuming you got something you you learning over there. When you have more ears, that means you listen more, right? Or you, I don't know, you might be listening to the wrong stuff. I don't know. Huh? Ask the question again. So them ears didn't work. They didn't work. Oh, okay, got it. Or your mind wasn't in the right place. It wasn't? Okay, got it. I, I You know what, though? That's good. You accepted it. You, you, you understood where your shortcoming was at that time, and you said, let me correct that. So here it is. Huh? I never catch you off guard. You know why? Because if you're trying to be great every day, you never get caught off guard. 
Mm. Right? <laughs> right? And this is the this is the difference. Everybody talks about what they want. I want to be this. I want to do this. I want I want this. I want a lot of money. And I watch it, right? It's the the evolution of watching young people is is very interesting. Right now, you all want to look at your phones and watch somebody tell you, "Oh, I'm wearing the latest this. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm eating this. I'm doing that." Okay. And it sounds like they're making a whole bunch of money. But you never really looked at the work that they had to put in to get that. Whether it was the followers, whether it was the money, whatever it is. There's work that goes into all this stuff. There's work, right? This building right here, this is work. You don't really understand it because the lights are on and the door is open. But the lights on and doors are open because somebody's making sure that the bills get paid, which means... It, it, it's this, right? So you got to really follow the money. So follow the money. Let's figure it out. This is the church. This is an extension of the church building. Is that what it is? Okay. So the church has service. The church has a pastor. The pastor has to make sure they're delivering a message so that people come and listen to it, right? When they come and listen to it, what do they do? You have no clue, right? They pay tithes. So either they're committed to paying tithes because they believe that that's what they believe in from a biblical standpoint, they're supposed to give their 10% or, and it could be and or, or they're so passionate about what they received from the pastor, that message that he, he gave, because he knows what his purpose is. His purpose is to touch people and give them something on Sunday that they can make it through the rest of the week and make it to the next Sunday and come for the next message. And so that what happens there is people pay their tithes. Some people may not even show up to church and still pay their tithes because that's what they believe in. And so the tithes help keep the lights on. And then there's somebody who works for the church who get, who's getting paid through the tithes. And that person is operating all the facilities. And maybe that person is taking phone calls from people who want to utilize this space right here. Do you guys rent this space? Or they give it to you. Church gives it to you for free. We made a donation. See, it's one of the two. You're going to make a donation or they're going to charge you to use the space. And maybe they say, hey, look, we can't charge you because that's, you know, our, our church won't let us charge for the space. But we will. You can make a donation, whatever it is. That's how it all works. That's really how it works. Does anybody know how you, everybody lives in a house, I'm assuming, right? Or apartment or house or something, right? So your parents may own the house that you live in, most likely. You know, it's a processor, true? What do you think they have to do to buy the house, man? Bryce? They got to earn money. Does, does the house cost money? So when you walk, when you, you see a house you like, you say, oh, first of all, you say, I want to buy a house. So my purpose is to buy this house. My passion is to make sure I can protect my family and put them in a place where they can grow and not have to worry about a lot. So that's the passion I have, which is protecting my family and putting them in the right situation. So now, what's the next word? Um, passion and then planning. I got plan. What am I missing? Potential. Now I have the potential to get a house that I could love and my wife and my family can love. The price on that house is a million dollars. 
Think that's a lot of money? It's all relative. It's all relative. Because some of you might live in million dollar plus houses. That's a good thing, right? But here's the other thing about it that you didn't know. You have to also pay taxes. Did you know that? Meaning the house has what's called property taxes. And now not only do you have to go to a bank and say, I have saved this much money. I want to buy that house and I need you to give me or let me borrow the other part that I don't have. So if you buy a house that's a million dollars, your parents buy a house that's a million dollars and the bank says you need to put 20% down. How much is that? Two times one is two. So if I'm at buying a million dollar house, I need to come up with $200,000 to give to the bank. And they're going to let me borrow the other 800,000. Are they going to charge me something for that 800,000? What do you think it's going to be, Ms. Nia? They're going to charge me interest. So now use your phone again. What's the current 30-year mortgage rate? Type in 30-year mortgage rate. 7 point what? 7.5. There you go. You're on top, bro. You're on top. It's somewhere in that range. So 7, 7, 4, 4, 2, 7.5. So you're going to have to pay 7.5% on that $800,000 over 30 years. So that's a little bit of money. And oh, by the way, the town that you buy the house in says that house is valued at X and you're going to have to pay me X amount of money in taxes every year. That's what it is. So now I need to come up with enough money for every month. I need to pay my mortgage plus the taxes. Plus, I need to get insurance to protect if the wind blows and knocks down the house or a fire happens, right? I need insurance. Should I get insurance or no? You think so? So now I got to get insurance as well. And what else do I need to get? Bryce, you're going to cut the grass? We're going to move into new crib. You're going to cut the grass, right? Oh, so now I got to hire somebody to cut the grass too? <laughs> you want me to hire somebody or you want them to live in the house? You want them to live in the house. So you want me to get, you want to take part of the house, create a maid's quarter, right? And let the maid clean the house and cut the grass, right? Good, that's good. Let's do it. I'm, I'm all with you, whatever you want to do. So now I need to hire that person. What do you think that's going to cost? $100 an hour? That's a good one. That's shit. I'm fine. <laughs> that's $100 an hour, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> so but this is the whole point, guys. You have no clue at all the stuff that goes into doing this, and you get a chance to live and, and fulfill your potential. But it's because somebody in your life has said, my purpose is to go out and make money however they make money. Right? What's next? <laughs> Sorry, next is passion. They have a passion to take care of you and, and the rest of the family. They have the potential to fulfill all of what they could have dreamed about or, or maybe go well beyond that and make enough money to do all the things I just talked about. Buy the house, pay the taxes, pay the mortgage, 
pay for someone to keep it clean, to cut the grass, to shovel the snow, because you ain't doing it now, right? None of you guys are doing it, true, right? So somebody's paying for all those things because of their purpose and passion and the potential they have to go out and make enough money to cover all these potential things. And they have a plan because not only do they want to make sure that you get a chance to live in this house comfortably, that you don't have to cut the grass, that you don't have to clean the house because you got the house cleaner that comes in, all that stuff. Yeah. You're looking like, yeah, how'd you know? How'd y'all know? Matter of fact, I ain't even cleaned my room because I'm waiting for her to get here on Tuesday. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So now all that stuff happens and you get to go to basketball practice. You get to go to track practice. You get the new cleats, the new sneakers, the new all this stuff. All because of that purpose, passion, potential, and the plan that they put together to make it work. And it's so it's so seamless that to you, you don't even know, you have no clue of anything. Because all you're doing is what? Apple Pay. Like you said, <laughs> Apple Pay. You had no clue of what it cost. Because you're like, why, am I, why should I? Exactly. But one day you'll be in that seat. And so the reason why you're in this seat is because you have to have a purpose and a passion and fulfill the potential that you have. Put your plan together as you have to get your, somebody said they're working on the SAT scores. Is that you? Right? To make sure you can get where you want to get to. And what has to happen is the plan has to be set in a way that you can be flexible. Because sometimes the plan ain't going to work out. Like my plan in football didn't work out, did it? It sure did not. It didn't. But I still knew I had this passion and this purpose. And I could apply those things to something else. And when I found that thing that was the thing for me, and I found that, luckily I found it early. I found it in in my freshman year in college. Freshman, I was 1987, I was a freshman. And what happened? In October of 1987, the stock market crashed. I didn't know what that was all about, but I happened to be watching television at school, waiting for my next class. And what you know what happened? On that, they had a show like CNBC. It wasn't CNBC yet, it was called FNN, Financial News Network. And they had a guy come on who was talking about, oh, these things happen and this happened, and it's real casually. And in that ca while he's talking, something flashes on the screen, his name and how much money he lost. And I'm tripping like, oh no. If this dude just lost X hundred thousands of dollars and he's speaking casually, what is he doing so I can figure it out? Because I need to get that same amount of money or more. And I went on a journey of trying to figure out what that was he was doing. And that journey led me to understanding where what my purpose was. And I took that passion that I had and I chased it down. Chased it down. Because it wasn't it wasn't all laid out. Some of you guys are going to go to certain schools. And that path that I took is all laid out for you already. Oh, yeah, we've had thousands of people, kids go to Wall Street from, from here. So here's how you do it. And you can choose to put in the work and get there. But I had no path. It was not carved out yet. Not from where I was, not at FAMU. And so I had to make phone calls. I was trying to meet everybody I could. And it led to me meeting enough people 
that then led to me getting introduced to some other people that led to me getting introduced to one person at Morgan Stanley that then passed my resume along to the head of HR, who then gave me a call. And when he called me in February of 1992, because I had stayed and got my MBA, when he called me, I happened to just walk in the house because there was no, I may have had a, uh, I may have had an answering machine. You guys don't know what that is, right? I had an answering machine. This is before voicemail. And I pick up the phone and he says, can I talk to Dale Favors? I'm like, yeah. Hi, this is Mike Giorgio from Morgan Stanley. I'm like, who is this pranking me? He said, no, Dale, I got my, I got your resume from Bill Lewis and Bill Lewis thought I should give you a call and talk to you and bring you in and the rest was history. Because all you had to do was give me the crease, just like when I was running that football in high school. Give me a crease. I'm, I'm cutting it up and I'm gone. But that, I, I was able to fulfill this vision that I had of myself. And through that, I've been able to continue to do the things that I've done to help others figure out how to find their path using their passion and get a better understanding of what their purpose is. So at some point in time, you're going to figure out what that is. And you're going to have to put in that work. And your plan better have room for adjustments because it doesn't always work out the way you want. Luckily, you have great parents who are going to make sure that most of the things you won't feel, right? And what I mean by that, somebody, you probably have never feel any of the stuff that, that happens when it does happen. But the key piece is you will be in these seats one day that your parents are in, and it's up to you to figure out how to do the same thing that they replicate what they've done for you, for your offspring. Because you got to have, what are they again? You have to have a, like a passion, purpose, um, plan, and potential. There it is. Guys, have a great day.